queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. In the, this time of year, we're, us, we're usually focused on uh, Royal Rumble, and then we also got like a little bit of what's going on with uh, homecomings and stuff like that. But with um, one thing that's been popping up in everybody's minds lately is all the free agents, where they're going, who, who like, where's this person going, where contracts ending and stuff like that. It's just a lot going on and a lot came up definitely after last night. So TNA, what formerly known as Impact, TNA Impact, they're back to TNA. They had hard to kill last night. Wow. And Kayla, a lot came out of that show. So you had uh, Trinity losing the knockouts title to Jordan Grace. You had the Ash by Elegance, formerly known as Dana Brooks, showing up. And then Nick Nemeth. Formerly known as Dolph Ziggler popping up. And it's just like, so it's like, it looks like Ash and Nick are signing with TNA, uh, going to be regulars with TNA. And everyone's been saying, like, Trinity, is she actually coming back to WWE? Kayla? I mean, I honestly thought, you know, if she lost the title, you know, last night, that that might be her way of bringing her back. Because, you know, um, and then it was cool to actually see Mercedes Monet and Bailey up there in the crowd rooting her on. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of makes me feel like, you know, um, like I said the other day, you know, with Dan or whatever, I said, um, we both have said, if Mer- Mercedes is not show, if Mercedes has not shown up in AEW yet, she's not going to. Right. Um, I mean, she's had multiple opportunities that she could have done it um obviously you know we still got one more AEW no excuse me two more AEW Dynamites before the Rumble okay which um which is let me see yeah we have Wednesdays and next week's or this week coming up and then the fall the Wednesday before the Rumble so um it's honestly just a good question um but I do definitely probably do see you know, Naomi, Bill the Glow is going to come back. I can see her possibly coming back. Um, but honestly, like we said, you know, ever since from the start, mm-hmm. Sasha, ha- uh, Mercedes, Sasha, whatever you want to call her, has been trolling. A lot of the wrestlers have been trolling. Um, right. Like when everyone, the photo of AJ Lee surfaced that she put her boots on. Everyone automatically assumed she was coming back to the Rumble. Her reply was, I was training with my husband at for an event, put him back, and I went back into retirement. 
Mm-hmm. AJ, we all know you're kidding with us. We know whatever. But <laughs> we're not going to get into that. I'm just saying, yeah, I definitely think she's on her way back. Um, okay. You know, because I know she, I know as much as we've seen stated before that he's going to her shows and she's, you know, going to his shows. And, um, but I honestly think Naomi or Trinity, even though she made history from over there in Impact TNA, um, mm-hmm. she made history over there. And I think, she, you know, she, like everyone says, everyone comes home. So she's going to come home. And, okay. mm-hmm. I was just going to say, uh, with Nick turning up, Nick uh, Nick Nemeth turning up in uh, TNA um, was a change up. Um, you know, a lot of build up over there, and he's got his first in ring debut match next week against Zachary Wentz. Um, so, with that enough being said, you already know probably what side I'm rooting for. <laughs> Miss Miss uh, President of the Rascals uh, fan club. Yes. Oh, and also, oh shit, I forgot. Also, AJ, Mr. AJ Francis, uh, popping up over there, causing the causing a stir over in TNA as well. Yep, he was there too. Man, yeah. I had a question though. Um, when's the next um AEW uh pay per view? Uh, March Revolution, Greensboro, North Carolina. Okay, there's not one. Okay, there's not one. I there's don't. Think so? Okay. I don't think so. Let me double check because I know how Tony Khan was trying to keep up with WWE there for a while and just started randomly throwing these um pay-per-views in there. Right. Um let's see. Um I know he just did Battle of the Belts. Um Yeah. Well no, sorry, Battle of the Belts is tonight. Um okay. What he's calling pay-per-view Ring of Honor. He did the homecoming. We've already had that Battle of the Belts. Revolution will be the next big one in March. Okay. And then he hasn't updated the next one because the next one literally jumps to all in, which is not till August, but I know double or nothing in between. So as far yeah. as the next big major one, it is Revolution, Greensboro, North Carolina. And <laughs> Mom and I are still debating if we want to go, but we might go considering it's supposed to be Sting's last match ever. So, yeah. you know, I'm still debating. Um, I definitely would have to ask off from work if we go that day because considering, let's see, Greensboro, about two hours away. Pay-per-views for AEW last about, it's almost maybe 12, 1230, depending how stacked the card is. Mm-hmm. Um. So by the time we leave, it'll be about one. So there's no point in me actually going home to sleep, considering I'd have to get up at three o'clock to go to work, get ready to go to work. So, yeah, I would probably have to. No, that ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I can deal without sleep, but I don't know about that one. But, right. Yeah. All right. So, Jolie, I know you're dying to chime in here. One thing you did mention on our group text and everything, it's like AEW just had a pay-per-view not too long ago. So it's like, and then they just did their uh, homecoming this Wednesday and everything. And it's like, yeah, it's like, I, I, I think I'm with Kayla. If Mercedes has a debut by now, I don't think she, I don't think she's going to. I think that former wrestlers are trolling the fuck out of everybody. Um, I think that they enjoy trolling us. I think they get some secret thrill. Um, mm-hmm. 
So we're going to have to wait and see. Honestly, I'm in the camp, uh, as of right now, I am in the camp of I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Just, um, you know, show up and actually wrestle. That's it. I hate, this is something I hate. If you're, you're teasing, you're coming back, yada, 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 doing all this fucking bullshit, this, this, that, and the other. My issue is simple. Pardon me. Shut up and wrestle. Don't put out, like, you know, I understand, like, Nick had his claws. A lot of these people had clauses where they couldn't compete. That's fine. You're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want in that time period. However, if you're a quote-unquote free agent and been a free agent and you've got all this shit coming out left, right, and center and fucking just shut up, show up, lace up your boots and fucking wrestle and let's just put this shit to bed because it's causing such a toxic environment online and I'm sick and fucking tired of it. it it's just, Mercedes, if you're listening, just shut up, go to AEW, go to WWE, stay in New Japan. I don't fucking care. Just fucking wrestle so your fans can watch you. Because watching you pop up in the stands is like, oh, look, there's Taylor Swift at a Kansas City Chiefs game. That's all it fucking feels like with her. That's all it feels like. And this is somebody that likes, that loves Sasha, you know, not to the extent that you did, but I still loved her. And so I'm just, I'm just, I'm at the point where I don't give a fuck. Show up. And if this is an elaborate thing to bring her back to WWE to help Bailey fight off fucking damage control because we all know how this is going to end. Yeah. We'll, we'll hit that in a second. Then, yeah. But, you know, I'm happy for for Nick. I'm happy for Ali. I'm happy for AJ. Um, Francis. Uh, the AJ Lee thing, I knew she had gotten her boots back on when she was doing heels. So I I took everything I take everything that comes out of her camp with a grain of salt, um, just because I do know that she does have multiple injuries that she is still dealing with and healing from. So I just I just take everything until it happens. It happens. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's where I'm at right now. With all everything. right, all right, and uh, Trent. Oh, bitch is coming home. look it's it's hard to be away from your spouse on the road in different Mm -hmm. companies yeah i mean we all heard the allegations with with charlotte and andrade i mean did i speculate yeah i did but that's because i'm a huge charlotte fan and i just i everything that woman has gone through i just want her to be happy and yeah. so, like, you know, I mean, that that's another speculation. Where's Andrade going? Because he has not re-signed with AEW. That has been put out there as a fact. Yeah. And, I mean, hell, there's even a rumor that MGF didn't re-sign. Because he's sick and tired of shit over there. Hmm. <laughs> Kayla, you might be in for a huge night at the Rumble. I'm a- I'm already expecting Andrade to show up um, at the Rumble, so that's not going to be no surprise. Um, but I will. Rumble. It's going what, to... Wait, 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 wait. What was that? You kind of cut out. I said, if MJF's music hits, it's going to be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's. I can just imagine 
how that crowd's going to react. And, you know, as much as, you know, I always used to say he, I hated him, but when, you know, when he became the tweener and, you know, teen, you know, his, he grew on me. So the mm -hmm. fact of he, that hits, you know, oh my gosh, can you imagine? It's, it's just hard to believe that it's almost here. I know, right? You know, and then the fact when I was doing the Friday Night Smackdown watch along and Michael Cole goes, two weeks tomorrow is the Royal Rumble. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, that's just like, how's that even like, possible? Shocker! <laughs> okay. You know, with it being in Florida, especially, I would find it fucking hilarious. But I wish, you know, I'm kind of, I'm at that point where like, you know, I really wish the Rumble was being held in Jacksonville and MJF showed the fuck up. That would just be like the cherry on top of everything. Wait, I'm not, I'm not saying that he is. Jacksonville, Florida at Daly's place. Knowing Tony Khan, he has special rights to that so WWE can't go in there. Probably. Because I, I think Triple H at one point had, there was certain... Um, arenas that AEW could go in after WWE, but I think they said they finally lifted that. Oh, wait, 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 hold on a second. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was a Vince thing, not a Triple H thing. That's what I'm saying. It was lifted shortly after Vince no longer, because... But yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Isn't Daly's Place, like, that special, like, uh, arena and everything separate from the stadium? I think so, maybe? Because it's like, if, because it's like, if they went to Jacksonville, it's like they would do the stadium because it's like there's not enough people in Daly's place for them to hold Rumble. It, it's, it's actually what couldn't. It's inside. It says located in Everbank Stadium. So it is branched off of Jacksonville Stadium. Okay. Yeah. So it's like they take over the stadium, not Daly's place. Yeah, I know, right? That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> it would be great. But like okay. I said, they couldn't, they couldn't touch it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, no, no. I'll tell you this right now. Just because Tony Khan is the son of Shad Khan doesn't mean Shad's not going to see that fucking paycheck and be like, "Sure, take it." Carry the one. Yes, by all means. And you're just gonna see, you're going to see Tony if this ever fucking happened. You're just going <laughs> to see Tony pulling a Tony Montana Montoya, and he's just going to be a giant thing of cocaine just in front. I'm okay, man. I'm okay. Oh shit. I need more. <laughs> Somebody take my phone. I'm gonna shit talk all WWE. Oh, oh god. my god, for real. Oh Lord have mercy. Okay, okay. Um, uh, before we dive into Tony some more, I, I uh, Jolie brought up Ali and everything, and so Ali popped up uh, uh challenging someone from New Japan. But Kayla, I have to ask you this: Jack Perry is he still with AEW? Oh, what the hell? What the hell's going on? Because it's like he he shows up in New Japan, rips up his contract, and calls out somebody there. I saw that. I saw it on social media. Like I said, I knew it was happening, and that's basically how I caught up with everything last night. And I pulled it up, and I was just like, "What?" On social media, I don't know what's going on. Then in fact, he tore it up. Um, you know, I've seen some of the comments. People said, "Is this a ruse that?" you know, to shake things up. Because obviously we know it's coming that Kill Switch or Luchasaurus, whatever you want to call him now, his name is Kill Switch, thanks to Christian Cage. 
Um, but yeah. I'm just saying, after what happened at World's End, um, mm -hmm. I called it from the start when it happened when he originally won the match. I called it. I knew it. What was going to happen? Um, he was only in that match to get the contract. Um, to only to lose it to Christian. Christian was going to sign it after Adam Copeland beat him. And guess what happened? It happened that way. I called it. So um, you may not see the tension there, but I know it's there. So, you know, in part, it could be, I don't know, maybe he wants to go there and call some people out, you know, build himself back up, whatever he needs to do. But I think it's in the middle of, I mean, it's just a matter of time where I think Luchasaurus is eventually going to snap and they may bring back Jack Perry, not necessarily Jungle Boy, but bring mm -hmm. him back where he's going to realign with Luchasaurus. Um, you know, take down Christian, then obviously go from there. Maybe possibly even help Adam actually win the title. I don't know. Um, I said, I don't know what I don't know what Jack's doing. Jack, ever since he's became Jack Perry and got rid of the Jungle Boy and gotten more and more looking like his dad, um, yeah. which made him rest in peace, you know. Um, you know, it's, I don't know what Jack's got going on. That's crazy. And I mean, it's, it's up in the air, really, honestly. <laughs> so, I mean. I, I, I tried to rip lead, uh, lip read, lip read what he said. Okay. And he said something about, uh, making a phone call. Or how hard is it to make a phone call? Okay. And he's wearing an armband that said scapegoat. Mm -hmm. I did see that. So, whether or not he's the one that started the fight, whether or not whatever happened, you fired Punk over this. In all honesty, Jack Perry should have been fired too. I'm just putting that out there. If you mm -hmm. have two people that start a fight backstage, they either have to be both punished or both fired. Look at Andrade and Sammy Guevara when they had their backstage brawl. I mean, and that still pissed me off that Sammy got a slap on the wrist and Andrade got the brunt of everything again. Mm -hmm. So it just it's just very, very frustrating that, you know, you have a guy, while he's not very 100% popular because they said uh, his, his pop was mid, nobody really knew who the fuck he was, yada, yada, yada. Well, that's because Tony fucking dropped the ball with him. I, I just I just feel that they let the dude sit at home collecting a paycheck, not allowing him to do what he loves. And I don't think that's right in any way, shape, or form. If you're going to fire a dude, fire him. You know, don't just have him sitting at home and twiddling his thumbs. And I don't know. I, I think it's fucking bullshit what, what happened with that whole situation. Like, you either fire both of them or you reprimand both of them. Mm -hmm. Now, they fired him, became WWE's game. And Drew ripping on, on Punk has been absolutely beautiful. I will put that out there right now. <laughs> but it's just kind of heartbreaking seeing somebody get punished while the other person's now thriving in a different company. I don't know. I, like I said, I really don't follow AEW. I only get in, into into Twitter match Twitter match bullshits with Tony because he's an idiot. And it's fun to mm -hmm. rile his ass up. And get him even more pissed off. 
And, you know, I'm just wondering if Daniel Bryan is finding him like he finds everybody else. <laughs> like you, 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 you ever think like Daniel Bryan is just sitting at home and he gets mm-hmm. an alert? Tony Khan just tweeted, oh, <laughs> Bree, can you get me my vegan beer? This is going to be a long night for some bullshit like that. Mm. Okay. All right, hold on. I just saw this. I just saw this tweet from Trinity. Um, I don't know if they'll do it like on a regular TNA show. She said one word: Jordan Grace. Actually, actually, another word: rematch. So I don't even know when her fucking contract, the TNA contract's even up. Well, apparently Triple H was at the show last night. There's a rumor that he was there. Don't know okay. how true it was. But they have a working relationship with TNA. I mean, they brought in Mickey James last year wearing the Knockout Women's Championship title belt to the yeah. Royal Rumble. Right, right, right. She can still show up. And again, TNA is being bought by Endeavor, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So, while it's not directly connected with WWE it's easier to work within a company when you're in under a parent company if that makes any sense alright but yeah I just saw that and I was like going hmm okay I was like wait how are they going to work that out but we'll see alright so alright Jolie you brought it up Tony running his mouth on Twitter so he somehow got went. I mean, he somehow felt the need to go online and compare the two situations between Hook calling out Samojo and Gender getting a title match after confronting Seth. I said, I was like, when this is, I, I went on Twitter and I said, this is why people are questioning you uh, because. It, rather than focusing on your own company, you focus on ongoing storylines with another company. It's just like, ugh, I'm so sick of this dude, Jolie. It's not even funny. Why do you think I do not watch AEW? That man is numero uno as to why I do not watch AEW. The man just rubs me the wrong motherfucking way. Let's see if I can find where I did I say anything to him? Oh yes. Um my response to him was I'm sensing TDS from Khan. And if anybody doesn't know what TDS means, tiny dick syndrome. Oh my god. <laughs> oh Lord have mercy. Now Kat, you're from Texas, correct? Mm-hmm. What's the most annoying dog in Texas? I think Kayla has a couple of them. Koalas? Yes. Tony Khan is a human-sized chihuahua. You ever notice when he gets angry or excited, he shakes? Yeah. He shakes like a chihuahua. (laughs) And he probably pees himself a little bit, too. Like they do, because they can't control their bladder when they shake, because they don't know what to Mm -hmm. do. So, 
his response was people were bitching about Hook getting a title shot. Look, I don't follow a lot of AEW people, but a lot of people repost what AEW people write. Nobody was bitching about Hook getting a title shot. People were bitching that Jinder was getting a title shot. Which I think was utterly ridiculous because the man just got rock bottomed by the rock. He did something that became a big ass heel now face. We don't know what the fuck he is. He's going to come out as a heel, but he's going to get cheered because people fucking hate Tony. And like you, you have like them people saying, don't hinder the gender. And what people don't understand is that Seth and gender have a long history. There is no history with, with Samoa Joe and hook. There is none. Seth and Ginger go all the way back to to NXT. Mm -hmm. Back to the start of the black and gold era. So, Tony, I I have two suggestions. One, have your phone password protected by a password you don't know. And only a trusted member of your inner circle will have and rehab for the love of god go to fucking rehab and you do know that cat's very thankful that your team sucks in the postseason or getting to the postseason very but other than that and I, I am just that's why I brought it up earlier. I'm just sick of the toxicity that is caught like all this shit is causing within the community. And like, you know, you got people like Dustin saying, you know, just like what you like and enjoy it. Well, tell your boss to shut the fuck up. He's exactly. the one causing it. That's my issue. Yeah. And Kayla, it's like, just kind of piggyback off this, you've said like a million times on this show and everything that it's like, you're getting fed up with like all the toxicity and social media and stuff like that. So it's just like, you got anything you want, you got anything you want to add about all this shit with Tony this week? I mean, other than the guy, I mean, I don't know what to do with him anymore. Obviously, you know, he just tries, I guess you can say he's trying to compete with WWE, but he can't. Or he just don't know when to keep his comments to himself. Um, um, as far as when it comes to Tony Khan, I just ignore him half the time because obviously he don't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like right before we um started recording, I put a tweet out tagging him. Um, about who honestly deserves the AEW Tag Champions. I mean, I just I don't know what he's doing. I mean. Every time you turn around, someone in the company is getting the rematch. How come Stat hasn't got hers yet for the TBS title? Mm-hmm. Um, so now you just got her teaming with Willow Nightingale, going you know honestly, in my opinion, meaningless um title shots. I mean, not title shots, feuds. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I don't know. I I just ignore Tony Khan half the time. I saw the stuff him just talking about the whole gender thing, and I'm like, dude, just. Stop complaining and bickering about something that's not going to stop you. It's not going to, you know, change people's mind. If you bicker about something, you know, it's only going to make, you know, people want to do something even more 
to piss you off even more. And I know you're probably saying you don't, you know, it feared for your life because of the whole situation with CM Punk. Well, you're probably kicking yourself in the ass right now because he's back at WWE. And there's a lot of people, people that's probably eventually going to go there that you want. That's And um, another thing that irks me about Tony Khan is, so you were going to pay this wrestler six digits for one-time only match to be a jobber against Wardlow, but then wanted to sign a contract with him only to leave somebody behind? Hello, you get one, you're going to get two. And of those who don't know who I'm talking about, he's a whole lot smarter than you really think he is, Tony Khan. That's why he said no. And that is Karrion Cross and Scarlet, which happens to be back on SmackDown aligned with Paul Elring and AOP, known as the Final Testament. So, yeah. No, no, no. That's another one you probably kicked yourself. Because, honestly, people say, what's about the money? See, that's the thing. Cross and Scarlet's not about the money. They're for the entertainment. They're for the fans. Yeah. Yeah, they stated several times they're set for life. They could quit anytime they want, you know, do whatever they want, and, you know, they'll be good. But, you know, that's one thing about them. They're not in it for the money. And paying somebody six digits. Heck, if you want to pay me six digits, I might go out there and try to wrestle. I might have some broken bones and some, might need some muscle relaxers and an ice tub bath after the fact. But, you know, oh, yeah. honestly, I think. Honestly, I think Cat and Jolie would probably do it too, you know. So I mean, I would just go out put them there. Well, I just go out there, just lay in the ring, and just let them pin me. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even put up the fight. Just give me my money, and I'm out. <laughs> For six figures, fuck yeah, <sighs> right? For six figures, yeah, hell yeah. It's like I'll do a one time. I'll do a one time appearance. Try to put on a try to put on a match and everything. But yeah, I'll have to take a. Uh, immediate uh, ambulance ride afterwards because of my back and my knees. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, by the way, Final Testament, love the name. Absolutely I had a feeling. Love it. I had a feeling when he was saying he already had it. Something told me he was either going to name it after his finisher or it was going to have something final. And I just wasn't sure what. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really digging the whole final prayer because one, it is your finisher. Yeah. And I just kept thinking about it and thinking about it. I'm like, he's going to have something final in this. And it has and it has something also what makes it even better. What was one thing that AOP and their old promos that Paul Elring, he always talked about the book of pain, the book of testaments, mm-hmm. everything was leading back to it. So it makes it even better. So you know, I'm intrigued. I, I'm excited yeah, for changed. it. I'm happy for it. And, you know, it's, and all Paul had to do was just walk out and point. And I promise you the street prophets and Bobby probably, oh my God. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> but hey, it's, I mean, it's, I'm loving it. I mean, hopefully, you know, this is going to go very long ways. Um, could we possibly maybe eventually see them as tag team champions, AOP? I'm all for it. Um, yeah. And this possibly could maybe, you know, see Cross as the first title on the main roster. But at this point, um, there's a few things out there that probably come true before that happens. Don't wanna, I don't want to <laughs> think like that, but, you know. Yeah. Finn Balor would probably win a Royal Rumble before Cross got a title on the main roster. 
Oh, Cross is overdue for one. Um, I'll agree with you on that. Yes. I mean, he dominated NXT, got it twice. I mean, obviously, you know, he got it first time he lost, came back, dominated, took it off from Finn, kept it, you know, and then eventually lost it to Smojo, which eventually ended up leaving WWE after that. So, what was the whole point? So, (laughs) (laughs) man. All right. So, Royal Rumble's coming up. One woman who says that she's going to win the Royal Rumble is Bailey, but she's having some little bit of rumblings with damage control. And that was very apparent Friday night when damage control wouldn't even help her. So it's like, I'm thinking um, the turn's going to either happen at Rumble or right after Rumble for. Uh, Bailey to decide to go against EO if she does win. But um Jolie, what you thinking? Honestly, I've been waiting for this and somebody like they keep pointing out, oh, this is the eighth month of, you know, Dakota's ACL. I think it's getting closer and closer, but I'm thinking she's closer and closer to being ready to go because it all depends mm-hmm. on the severity of the tear. And she was out of the brace rather quickly. So we're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah. But even if she isn't physically in the match, she's going to instrument be instrumental in causing the other woman to turn on Bailey. It's going to happen. It, it's been coming down the pike. And I mean, you, you can just sense the tension. You can see the tension and, Again, I feel bad for Bailey that once again she is in the ass end of a, a faction. So we'll see what happens. Now, does this mean that Sasha and Naomi are coming back? I'm sorry, Mercedes? We don't know. Could this mean that Becky realigns herself with her former horsewoman? Don't know. Be interesting to see how it all plays out. I mean... I think right now has been a very interesting time with factions. Um, The Final Testament, number one, love the name, love everything that's going on with that. And then you got the Pride, which is Bobby Lashley's new group. You you have um, evil LWO and LWO. (laughs) And again, would think it would be brilliant if Andrade joined the good LWO for a little while before they, they turn him again. Side note, quick side note, I honestly thought he was going to show up Friday night instead of Carlito, that, but that was just me. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. All right, I'm sorry, go ahead. But no, I just I just think that there there's, there's been a lot of good on WWE as of late, Um, so we're just going to have to wait and see, but the, right now the storyline that is Peaking my interest the most is the damage control. Bailey losing control of the damage control era. So mm-hmm. there, there's so uh, many possibilities with that one. But she's she's going after EO no matter what. EO EO is a dead woman walking when it comes to Bailey. Right, Kayla. And another person that showed up in New Japan last night was Mustafa Ali. Showed up in New Japan too last night. Oh yeah, because it's like he's been actually he's been absolutely crushing it since the ninety days came up. Since the ninety days were up, he's been absolutely crushing it because it's like the video promos. 
Um, him showing up everywhere, just putting himself back out there since his release and everything. It's just like, dude's like been on it. He's like going, WWE fucked up. Here's what I'm made of. Go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I mean, I mean, the things are there that Bailey's going, you know, eventually get turned on. Um, but like I said, I think she's she's gonna play mind games with them. You know, maybe damage control will get the upper hand on her. And when if she does, if she does win the Royal Rumble, they're gonna say, "Ha ha!" She's already said she's gonna go after Rhea. Na 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 na. You know, you know, start making fun of her because she eventually said, you know, she wanted to go after Rhea, mm-hmm. but only to say, "No, I'm going after Io Sky." And well, Bailey, if that's the case, she better find some backup because you're gonna have some three. You're gonna have. Not just a feisty EO Sky that wants to defend her title, but you're going to have a feisty Kyrie and Asuka as well. So, it's going to make it interesting how this pans out and if Bailey actually does get it. So, yeah. Speaking of Kyrie and Asuka, it's like I think they're going to have, I think they're going to end up getting involved in that uh, women's tag title match on Friday, next Friday. Yeah, I saw that. I have a feeling they will. Yeah, for because sure. Alba, because Alba and uh, Isla, yeah. when they returned, they went after them. So, yeah. Yeah. So, it's crazy, man. Oh, these next couple of weeks before Rumble are going to be fantastic. But we're also sports fans. We talk a lot of football on here. So, I got to get I gotta get to this, ladies. The amount of changes in football this week, college and pros, with the coaches and everything, has been ridiculous. It's like Pete Carroll no longer the coach in Seattle. Nick Saban retiring, and then it's like Belichick out in uh, New England, which was kind of expected and everything. But it's just like Kayla. It's like you've been a longtime Bama hater and everything. So it's just like I knew that kind of. I, I knew that at least news about Saban got you. Uh, also, another one that got released as far as NFL before I jump into Bama, um, Ron Rivera got released from Washington Commanders. Yeah, him too. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Um, but as far as Alabama goes, we knew it. The Alabama fans are, oh my God, they're whining and crying because the dude retired. Like, I was talking to a guy at work yesterday you know, how Nick West or Nick, or was it the other day, whenever he retired? When did he retire? Was it Friday? Uh, uh, Thursday, I think. Thursday. Whatever it was, I was talking about uh, it. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I'm sorry, Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. So I was talking about it at work. And I told the guy, two things were going to happen with Nick Saban. A, he was going to die in that field coaching a game, or B, he was going to retire. So what happened first? He retired. And the fans go crazy. Like, Dude, you knew this was going to happen. What did you want the guy to do? Be out there forever? Because, like I said, you would probably bitch that he died if he didn't retire. I mean, that's how those fans are. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that says, oh, he's going to pull a Tom Brady and come back next year. No, I think Nick is done. Mm-hmm. And I get, it may not be a huge fan of, yes, I did like Alabama for a season, trying to take off my dad one one season, but it didn't go too well. It backfired. But anyway, um, <laughs> You know, if I honestly had to take a team and put them as my backup, it would probably would be Alabama. Um, but you know, as a respectful, you know, you know, person I am, 
I respect Nick Saban's decision. I mean, he deserves to whatever, however many years he has. The guy's like 71, 72 years old. You know, he deserves to keep that. And what makes it even more special, the guy's from Fairmont, West Virginia. I used to, gr I grew up in that town. So, okay. um, you know, if he's going back to West Virginia to watch football at home, I'm sorry, Alabama, you know, it had nothing to do with Nick. There was other people on that coaching team that could have made that team so much better too. I mean, you're probably, first couple years, you might be kind of in the hole. I'm sorry. But the way you guys reacted when he retired was ridiculous. You guys were literally crying on social media all over because your Nick Saban retired. I'm sorry. Let someone else get some titles in a while. And uh, you know it was going to happen. It's all going to happen to our favorite coaches someday. Eventually, you know, I know he's probably not going to retire, but who knows? Later down the line, you know, Clemson might lose Dabo Sweeney. And for the morons that says that Dabo Sweeney's contract is up, is moving to Alabama, it's fucking wrong. I don't remember, if I remember correctly, he signed a multi-year multi, multi, a multi contract. And at one point, if I'm not mistaken, it was higher and longer than Nick Saban's was in Alabama. Yeah. So, yes, we've had a couple off-seasons with Clemson. Yes, we're not always going to be perfect. That goes for any team out there. You know, any team. NFL, college football, we're not going to be perfect. Unfortunately, you know... Everyone, the teams that lost the head coach are going to have to build scratch. You're going to have to build up. We're going to have to build up when they need to be. And eventually it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised and, that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, you're fine. And I'm just saying it's bitching and complaining about a retirement or, you know, different things mm -hmm. is not going to get you anywhere, fans. Especially mm -hmm. you, Alabama fans. It will make you look a little wussies than you already are. Heck, I guarantee you, with Nick Saban gone, your, your ass is still going to get weaseled into the top four and go to the playoffs like no other. You weaseled yourself in this past year. So sit back, sh shut up, and go play with the stupid Ohio State Buckeye fans. They're, you guys are just like them. No, I was going to say and everything. It's like I'm actually, um, I'm actually like incredibly surprised that they already hired a new coach so soon. So, I mean, it is what it is, but replicating the success, we'll see. Jolie. Na 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 hey 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 go fuck off <laughs> fuck Nick Saban fuck Bill Belichick and Raiders if you do not fucking hire Antonio Pierce y'all are fucking morons Amen. And, and um hey Tepler from the Panthers you can take Brian Johnson we Eagle fans allow that <laughs> Uh, no, Belichick leaving. I knew. I knew it was coming down the pike. Uh, man's a brilliant defensive genius. Um, he just couldn't let up control. I think that was his biggest issue. Uh, Saban is older than dirt. Needed to retire. Same as Belichick. Um, Rivera. You know, I think he got the short end of the stick dealing with all the bullshit that was going on with that organization, and. Uh, Josh Harris is a fucking bitch ass little punk bitch that he, if, uh, Sixers fans would kind of love to see fuck all the way off. Um, the man's trying to build a stadium in Chinatown, and we're very angry about it. So it's it's just been we we do not like Josh Harris, the new owner of the Commanders. Okay, so that's what we, I say. He can kindly fuck all the way off. Gotcha. Um, 
now it's just fun listening to the rumors because right now, uh, if Philly loses, and again, this is after the Monday night game, Nick Sirianni is going to be fired and they're going to offer the job to Belichick. Um, I'm going to ask you about that. Which I I have words and I will get to those words shortly. Um, they said the commanders are going for them. Again, don't really see it. They have a great coach there that they should just make the head coach with the enemy. Um, they're saying if somehow the Packers beat the Cowboys, that McCarthy could be fired and he's going to go to Dallas. Well, there you go. Two crib keepers keeping each other bones warm. Like, I, what are you going to do with the two oldest fuckers in all of the NFL? Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's just all these rumors. Pete Carroll, you know, again, dude was fantastic uh, at his time there. And we can never beat Pete Carroll's Seahawks. So as an Eagles fan, I'm glad he's leaving. On the other hand, um, he should have been fired for not running the goddamn ball in the Super Bowl. Oh my God. That was you, the dumbest play are, ever. You are on the two yard line. <laughs> you have Marshawn Beast Mode Lynch, the first coming. Dick, Derrick Henry is the second coming of Beast Mode. You have Marshawn Skittles Beast Mode Lynch on your bench and you do not run him. What the fuck? That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that right there is a fireable offense. Oh, God. And David Tepper, what the heck, dude? You're going to fire your freaking general manager? Seriously? Just because he didn't hire the right coach to team to coach the team, is that what you want to say? <laughs> you know who Tepper reminds me of? Hmm. Tony Khan. Honestly, at this point, I think to- I think Tony Khan might be a saint when it comes to damn David Tepper. Oh my god, that bad! <laughs> but it, it's just the amount of coaches. Yeah, I get it. You're having a shitty season, a losing season, and again. I think brand new head coaches and brand new OCs and DCs need leeway. Um, so, but I do know that the Eagles are most likely cleaning house with DC and OC. We're going to have the same shit next year. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to get back to my words about the Eagles fans. We are some trifling, ignorant motherfuckers. We are toxic. We deserve the hate that we get. We deserve all the negativity, we deserve it all. You forced A.J. Brown to shut down his social media account because he got injured and got hurt, can't play even though he worked his ass off. You want to fire Nick Sirianni for playing his players at MetLife Stadium. Now, riddle me this, Batman. If the Cowboys decided to sit all their starters and lost to the Commanders last week, right? And the Eagles rested their starters and lost to the Giants. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't the the fans be pissed at Nick for not playing the starters to possibly win that game? Mm -hmm. Sirianni was damned if he do, damned if he didn't. 
people don't like Sirianni just like they don't like Soleil. I think that's how you say his name from the Jets because of their personality, because they're Alva. in your fa- so, whatever. I don't fucking care. It's New York. It's whatever MetLife Stadium bullshit field that needs to be imploded. Shit. I hate that field. That field is trash. Yeah, that dude. Um, I just I just feel that he was dandified. The man, yes, he had two amazing offensive coordinators and defense coordinators for the two years that he was there. And it takes time to reevaluate everything. Everybody's calling C.J. Stroud the greatest rookie quarterback ever, which I kind of disagree with, but that's neither here nor there. I look at C.J. Stroud and be like, well, they didn't really have tape on him. Now they do. Now they have tape on D'Amico Ryan's play style. They're going to play that team differently next year. Have you ever noticed that teams switch up how they play the Chiefs after they're in the Super Bowl? They play them differently because you have tape on them. You really don't have tape on a rookie. You don't. So it's always frustrating when like they just people just bullshit out of their asses. As any fan base, you need to be better towards your players, towards the players' families, towards everything. Yeah, you're allowed to get mad. And people have been asking me all week, like on Twitter, my friends at work, like, how are you feeling? Like, are you upset about this? I'm going to say what I've said before. My grandma told me I can be mad for an hour. One hour. That's it. After that, mm-hmm. let it the fuck go. Let it the fuck go. Because you have memories attached to that that are more important than than these losses. I have memories of, was he? Six years ago yesterday, the NFC, was it six years ago? Has it been that long? Yeah, no. Yeah, six years ago was the divisional game where I got to to jump and cheer and be voiceless the day after and soar all over. I didn't know I could feel that kind of pain until the NFC championship game against the Vikings in the cold. Like, that memory I have. The memory of watching my favorite coach come back. I love Andy Reid. I mm-hmm. got that memory. Getting to be a part of where Joe Flacco was a part of the Eagles because Joe Flacco is a local for me. He went to University of Delaware. Baltimore Raven. He lives, I think he used to live in the Delco area or he does live in the Delco area or he lives over this, he lives in the area. So it's like, that's Awesome to me. Hell, everybody's like the hates on Sirianni. I have a connection to Sirianni. He coached at my college. It was after oh. I was there. <clears throat> he was one of the coaches there. So yeah. that's a very cool fucking like you know those are little stupid memories. Like oh wow that's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. But like people getting mad and angry and destroying TVs, Cowboys fans, after you lose a fucking game. Like, it's a game. And yeah, it sucks when your team loses. But it's about the experience of being with your friends and family, watching it down to the final play. Because, you know, I do hope that one day the Texans win the Super Bowl and catch their able to watch it live. I do hope that Kayla gets to see her Carolina Panthers go back to the Super Bowl. I I hope that 
the 49ers never make it back to the Super Bowl because fuck them. And the Cowboys fuck them too. Um, sorry, Steve, and the Patriots fuck them too. Um, and the Saints and the Falcons and Jacksonville Jaguars, especially the Jacksonville Jaguars. I never want that fucking team to win the Super Bowl. You know why? Because Tony would be high on cocaine on the top of the parade bus, saying that he's the second coming of ownership. I don't fucking know. I just don't want him anywhere near that shit. I mean, I I just, I get so tired of defending the Eagles fan base because I know we're not all like that. I know just like wrestling's fan base, we're not all like that. We're not all toxic. We just got to be fucking better human fucking beings. Yeah. Because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. Hell, we're not even guaranteed 13 years from now. Apparently there's a asteroid. Weird fucking thing. If they don't nudge it, this is what happens when I'm up late at night on TikTok, man. Can't yeah, follow TikTok. Well, this this was by Neil, um, real science dude, Neil. I can't remember his last name. He works, with, he does stuff with Bill Nye. But there's like, if it goes through this one spot, it'll hit us. If we nudge it, it won't. It's so fucking weird. But anyway, like you're not guaranteed tomorrow. Like, be angry for an hour, but let it go because. Those players feel worse after a loss. You might not think it, but they do. Like, hearing Joe Flacco talk after the Browns lost yesterday, he wasn't deflated. He was very happy to get the opportunity. And mm-hmm. as much as I love DeMar Hamlin's return story, he doesn't deserve the comeback play. It's got to be Flacco. Flacco has to win that award. Oh, okay, I gotta... I'll, I'll save my piece in a second. Just because this man got called off the couch. Legitimately got called off his couch. But if it wasn't for him, I don't think the Browns would have gone anywhere, to be perfectly honest. The way that they were playing with an XFL quarterback. No, I agree. No, it's like, I agree with that and everything, but it's just, finish what you were saying. No, I'm done. Okay. No, it's like, okay. So comeback player of the year, it's like, it's a player who comes back from injury or adversity and everything. Joe Flacco just wasn't playing in the league. Nobody wanted him. And so, yeah, it's like you said, he was just literally called off the couch. So it's like you got to take players into consideration like DeMar Hamlin. Uh, but DeMar okay, Hamlin okay, okay. rarely played at all. Okay, I'm just giving an example. Okay. And and then players who ex, uh, experienced like horrible injuries last year, like Barkley had it, and if I'm not mistaken, Tua, they said, like, uh, I'm trying to remember from last year, like, who ended their seasons. Like, McCaffrey, I think he, I, I can't remember who had season-ending injuries last year. But it's just, like, someone who comes back from adversity, from injury and stuff like that. People keep saying Flacco for comeback player of the year. I don't get, I, I, I don't think that's the case with him. Sorry, that shows me. <sighs> McCaffrey was hurt two or three years ago. That's yeah. why. That's why the Panthers got rid of him. Oh, sorry. Oh man. Oh. Ay ay ay. All right, Kayla, you have any tweets? I have none. I have one. Okay. And it actually kind of aggravates me, but. Uh oh. Let me go back and find it because I'll put it on the Google thing because I deleted okay. it out of my thing. Okay. Where are you, Google Photos? Feisty. Feisty Fruit Fan. I don't know who the heck this is. That's what the name of the thing is. 
I get it. The horsewomen consisting of Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Charlotte Flair are okay. Those four ladies cannot meet anything what Britt Baker brings to the ring in AEW. Excuse me? Huh? Just... <laughs> Excuse me? How does Don laugh when I read that? What the hell? Okay. Uh, at least one of them's got more. Oh my god. That is the most stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, Britt Baker has improved. I do like her over in AEW. I've met the lady. She's super sweet. She's very nice. You know, I will not say anything bad about her, but um, she has come. She has a lot to come before she can ever match what those four horsewomen has ever done. And at least one of them. At least, you know, one or two of them in the whole wrestling community. If you can even get past half of what Charlotte Flair has done, what Becky Lynch has done, I'll give you kudos. But. I, I read that. I read that the other day. I just snickered and I said, "I want to say this. This is great." Charlotte will be coming back from a torn ACL. Becky wrestled, knocked the fuck out. When Britt Baker does that, then she can talk. Mm-hmm. My God, for real, that's just beyond. Ugh. Yeah, Fessy, get your get your facts straight. All right, is that it? Yeah, that's all I had. Okay. Oh, man. I mean, oh, oh, and Jolie, I, I do gotta I do gotta respond to one thing you said about CJ Stroud. And yes, I know he's my quarterback and everything, but as far as like people not having tape on him and everything like that, I get that at the beginning of the season and everything, but towards the end of the season, I mean, it's like people will have tape, can pull, try to pull tapes from like games before and everything like that. Oh, no. to... But what I'm saying, like when I say tape, they need to look when coaches try to make adjustments. And they didn't play CJ the first time when the Browns just uh, beat the crap out of them on Christmas Eve. No. But what I'm saying, tape, is that he has progressively gotten better every game. Mm-hmm. Look at Jalen Hurts last year. How yeah. phenomenal he was last year. They People, when I say tape on CJ, I'm talking about not just CJ in himself. I'm talking about D'Amico's schemes, how his offense is schemed. They don't, they change, you know how many times they change shit up for a playoff game because they know everybody's seen their shit before? They change shit around before playoffs. They, they tweak shit up the entire time. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying, tape. They need to see a whole body of D'Amico's work to dissect it, understand it, and to figure out, okay, well, how are we going to learn how to game plan for him in the future? That's what I meant by tape. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why they're saying that he's, like, going to be this great quarterback from years to come. I'm saying it's possible, but once you get more library on somebody, you know how to eventually beat them properly. Look at Tom Brady. Like, Look how much tape that the Giants got on him eventually and beat him in the Super Bowl twice. Look at the Eagles, you know, even though he ran up and down our field, we knew some of his plays. We were able to beat them in the Super Bowl. You know, you learn, when you watch a player progress for so long, they do that. Like, 
Jalen's big issue this year was that he didn't run. I don't know why he didn't run this year. I mean, Would that be more on the OC? It could be. That could be that, or he that could be, you know, even them saying, like, you know, you just signed a contract, don't get hurt right away. Look at Lamar Jackson from a couple years ago. Everybody knew what the fuck he was doing. You know? Once you get all, he switched things up this year. He trained differently in the offseason. He number one, he got his bag. And number two, he switched things up. He's playing differently than he did a couple years ago. Once you have like you have to learn that's how I'm going to know that CJ is going to be an exceptional quarterback. When he plays for a couple years and then he has to relearn how to switch things up. Tom Brady was known for it. Um Favre was known for it. Marina was known for it, like being able to change things. Manning was definitely like known for it. Like you, you just have, once you get the tape on somebody, I think that's when things get differently. I mean, hell, you could even look at the difference between Dak Prescott last year and this year. Like people had, th- this is a new Dak. To, to, as much as I hate the Cowboys, this is a different Dak Prescott throwing this year. If you look at how he threw last year and this year, it's completely different. So, like I said, like once, once you think that, pe- and again, he's been in the league for eight years. He has to learn how to switch things up. He has to learn how to change things. That's one thing. Like you know, you you need CJ to learn how to do. Right now, like I said, this is a brand new team. When you look at the Tex Houston Texans on on a level, new coach, they got new OC and DC. Correct. Mm-hmm rookie quarterback they're playing very vanilla to start with because you don't want to over stimulate a quarterback yeah so if you're going to what if you're going to keep an eye on the vanilla tapes then you're going to wait for the vanilla plays so they start throwing in sprinkles they start making a sunday out of the plays they're no longer vanilla they're banana splits and hot fudge sundays i'm hungry now what the fuck um <laughs> but like you know you start with vanilla and then you move forward. Like for me, I with the Eagles, like I've been like, did they go from having good fucking shit to start with? And once they got their asses rocked by the Niners, like, okay, fuck this. We're conceding. We just want to be in the playoffs and then we'll switch things up. I don't know. I'll find out tomorrow night. And yeah. again, I'm, I'm going to be the one fan in the entire Eagles fan on this. Like, you know what guys? Yeah. We had a bad run at the end. Shit happens. Win or lose. But I mean, like, you know, that's why I meant by tape. You okay. start off slowly. So you're going to have people watching him the first half of the year. And then he didn't play three or four games the second half of the year. Two. It was two officially. Okay. I thought it was, it was only, three. it was only, it was only, it was only two weeks. He got knocked out of the Jets. He got knocked out of the Jets game. Well, so two and a half then basically. Two, two and a half. Yeah. So like, you know, but even then. They went back to the vanilla plays on offense, which is why I think, you know, when you bring in a um, backup QB, you go back to vanilla plays because you don't want to run all the fancy shit. Oh, that's yeah. why that's why they kind of got blown the fuck out by or blown up. They didn't lose horribly to the Browns on Christmas Eve, but they still got their asses rocked. Love it. But that's what all I meant. It wasn't a negative thing. It wasn't. It was just that. When you start off with a brand new quarterback, especially a rookie quarterback out of college, and I think that's what the Panthers' biggest issue was, was that they tried to do so much razzle-dazzle with um, Bryce Young. 
I think that's what also happened with the Colts. They got him hurt right away. Most problem is they, it's like they've never been able to buff up their offensive line because it's like you see all the shit that happened with like Andrew Luck and all the quarterbacks since then and everything. And it's just like same thing with Anthony Richardson, even though he was like, I mean, he was like mobile and everything like that. It's like they've always had offensive line issues because Ursay's an idiot. But, but I mean, like that's all you know. When you try to throw everything flash in the pan, it's gonna get somebody hurt. Like I was watching the one game with Bryce Young. I'm like, how the fuck is that man still walking? Yeah, I know. Caleb probably was probably was thinking that too. <laughs> so, you take, uh, so, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jolly. So I wasn't being negative towards CJ. I'm just saying that there's so much to go into. He's definitely the the offensive rookie of the year, 100. percent uh, I think he would have had major competition. Well, okay, you do have Puka Nakua and Laporta, but Laporta got hurt, so I don't know how that's going to And So did Puka, but those two were definitely would be the top three of my rookies of the year. Right. Um, if Bryce had a better season, he he would have been in a conversation too. With defense, sorry, that's Jalen Carter. I, fuck all you haters. That's Jalen Carter, 100%. Yeah. And it's like CJ's definitely put together one of the strongest rookie career rookie uh, seasons I've ever seen ever as a rookie quarterback since I've been watching football. But Kayla, I was going to ask you, it's like going as a Panthers fan, do you think that they try to do too much with Bryce? I honestly think they do. I mean, the kid, the kids got talent. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Um, I want to say the two games that they actually won, they balanced it out a lot. And it's just, from my understanding, um, I feel like they need to balance it out a little bit more with him. I mean, the guy, like I said, the guy's got great potential. Um, I mean, in that one game where he literally got sacked like five times and just gets up and I'm like, dude, how the heck are you still going? It's like, um, but I don't know. I don't know what his actual real strong point is. Like I said, I didn't watch every game this year. I watched a few of them. Um, I think, honestly, when it comes to pocket quarterback, he's not it. He's more of one your scrambler. Um, but I don't know. I'm not I'm not doubting the guy, you know, because like I said, for he tried his best. I mean, he can prove that he can manage just so many things he's got to work on. Okay. Um, so what's next? For, it'll actually be this coming up year. What's the next season when it hits? I don't know. Um, who's the new head coach going to be? I don't know. Um, and the Panther fans online that I just saw a tweet from, please shut up. We don't want Bill Belichick down there. Lord help us all. <laughs> I think he's going to end up in LA. No, actually, he doesn't want to go. He wants to stay on the East Coast, apparently. Oh, God. Uh, another, another thing that I want to say is that you're going to be playing a harder schedule next year. Oh, I know. Wait, uh, oh, wait hold on. Me or her? Your team, the Texans, Texans are going to be playing a harder schedule the deeper they go into the playoffs. So the harder the schedule, the more you're going to be dealing with coaches that have worked with D'Amico Ryans, know how he thinks. There's going to be people that know his his mentality. So it's going to be very interesting. Like I said, like when he's got to play up against like the 49ers defense, that's going to be a very interesting. Or if he's got to play against the Texas defense. Like Micah Parsons will make a meal out of him. 
because that's what he does. As much as I hate anything Cowboys, Micah Parsons is like the one person on that team that I actually do respect. Just to give you a heads up, the schedule for the Texans coming up for 2024 consists of Green Bay, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Buffalo, Miami, Chicago, Detroit, Mm. New England, Minnesota, the Jets, Dallas, Baltimore, and Kansas City. Mm. That's what it looks like. Let me go see what Carolina's got. (laughs) No, but while you're looking at it, let me just say this, as far as like the Texans being in the playoffs and everything. This whole season, I was trying to keep an open mind as far as like everything getting, everything getting turned around and everything. So it's just like us and I'm comparing it to, we were talking about ice cream or you're talking about ice cream early and everything. I'm comparing this year to like a Sunday, us having a winning record, the ice cream, getting into the playoffs, chocolate syrup with us winning the division with cream. And it's just like the further we get, the more toppings, everything gets added to it and everything. It's just like, I'm, I'm so happy and proud that everything's been turned around in just one season like this and everything. So I'm keeping an open mind as far as like one game at a time. I'm not trying to get my hopes up. Just whatever happens, happens because the, how far the Texans have got this season has superseded anybody's, anybody's expectations. And so it's just like just the winning record was great enough in my book. But it's like it's just further and further along the God and everything. It's just like it, it, it's like I'm a happy camper regardless. I ain't liking the schedule. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Obviously, we got Atlanta, New Orleans, and Tampa Bay. That's not going to change. Right. Um, Washington, uh, Dallas, Giants. Kansas City, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders, Eagles, Cardinals, Bengals, and the Bears. How the hell do you have a harder schedule than the Texans? Oh, no, money. Yikes. Mm-hmm. So that's why, why do you think I said I ain't liking the schedule? <laughs> Let's go glance at the Eagles real quick. Mm. Who's in y'all's division so I don't read them? Uh, Who's the Cow- Cowboys. Um, Cowboys, Giants, Skins. Okay, so that's the case. Cincinnati, Baltimore, New Orleans, Giants, Atlanta, Carolina, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, Rams, Packers, and the Jaguars. Yeah, I think... All right, is, is the Jaguars over or away? Jaguars will be in... Fil- that's home That's going to be home, baby. Fuck you, Tony. Yeah, Jacksonville, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Carolina, Atlanta, Giants, Dallas, one Dallas, and Washington's going to be at um, a home. Oh, for nice. Them. So we got nine home games this year. Nice, nice, nice. Next year. Yeah, Jacksonville's in Philly. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Tony Congo be shitting himself. Oh, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Oh, let's wrap this up. Kayla, once you're done yawning, any final thoughts? Oh, Lord, I did not mean to yawn. I didn't think you saw me. Um, No, then other than I got a few things I need to discuss when we go off air, but other okay. than that, um, it's getting exciting. 
more rumbles almost here. And the Carolina Boss Lady is going to be there live for her first ever WWE pre-lime event. Uh, event. Take, a, take it all in and keep your head on a swivel. And Lord help me, I'm going to probably keep saying this until I'm there and witness it, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Rest in peace, my voice. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh my Cause God. Because depending on what kicks off, more than likely, because it seems like every year is the women's rumble match. So depending who wins it and who returns in it, my voice is probably going to be gone the first hour, 30 minutes, yeah. however long it takes. So. <laughs> I mean, actually, last year the men's kicked off, so but who knows? They might flop around this year, so you know, yeah, no, no. Yeah, and depending who returns or comes or debuts in the men, I may not have no voice. True, so. very true. Yeah, take some lozenges with you. Right, <laughs> Jolie. All right, couple things. Uh, everybody knows being a Philly, uh, Philadelphia area. I love the Flyers. Um, they're playing really good. Uh, Cutter Gutierrez, you're a bitch. Deuces. Enjoy Anaheim, you little pussy. Um, uh, go flock, go for next uh, weekend because I am half a Ravens fan as well as an Eagles fan. Sorry to whoever your team is. Uh, can Kansas City find uh, Patrick Mahomes Whoopi because he cries so much when he gets breathed on like a little bitch. I'm sick of Kermit. Some him give him his his Miss Piggy Whoopi and let's move on. Uh, Taylor Swift is not ruining football. Football is ruining football by keeping the camera on Taylor Swift. So get mad at the NFL. Um, I'll be off Saturday night, most likely, for the Rumble. So I'll be able to actually watch it live for once. Woohoo! So Woo-hoo! I'll be, be a very interesting time to watch that. Um, Good, because I won't be able to text you updates. <laughs> I, I would have had Cat regardless, because that's all we do. When I have to work on a, a pay per view night, and she'll text me through fate uh, for Twitter because she doesn't want to spoil you. Oh, um, and that's about it. Uh, regardless of what happens tomorrow with the Bills and Steelers, uh, and the Eagles, Bucks, whoever those, whoever the Bucks or Eagles play is just going to roll us regardless. I don't fucking care. I'm just happy my team makes it to the playoffs. That's all I fucking care. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, that's it. Uh, in regards to the Rumble, um, I'll make an announcement next week. If I do decide to do a live stream on Facebook, I'll keep you apprised of that. Um, in regards to football, just keep on swarming, Texas. Get, keep on swarming, Texas. That was, that was a fantastic game yesterday. And whatever happens, happens. I'm happy. Ah, And with that, that's all we have for this episode of Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.